You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. The secret to well-being is discovering the power that is your birthright, the power to create a happier, healthier life, drawn from our own vast internal resources. Join Jules and her guests as they gently guide you to shift your perspective from the familiar negative to the divinely connected, a place that will not only positively impact your world, but possibly shift the planet. It's all right here on Law of Attraction Talk Radio. Well, welcome to Law of Attraction Talk Radio. I'm Jules from beautiful Southern California, and I'm so glad you could be with me. And I know I say that every single week, but I don't think you realize how wonderful it is for me to feel your energy and, and just to listen, to listen. And I so appreciate you taking the time to to uh, learn more about the law of attraction. And tonight we have got a old friend of mine popping in um, by the name of Gary Temple Bodley. And I just love him because he is the person that has wrote all of these books about the teachings of Joshua. So he channels Joshua. And before uh, I knew him, he wrote about, I don't know, three or four books. I mean, major books of everything that Joshua was, was making him write. It was automatic writing. And then we went on the cruise in March 2016. And um, I said, Gary, Let's see if we can get you to speak, Joshua, instead of doing automatic writing. And son of a gun, on that cruise, here came Joshua. He was ready to start speaking. <laughs> and it was pretty fabulous because from then on, Joshua is um, really talking to the world and hasn't stopped since then. And I am so grateful. And I just love Gary, by the way. To me, he is the, he's got such a vibrant personality and he's so much fun. So it's, it's like, okay, it's amazing when you channel, you can see the different personality of all these entities kind of flow through. And, and I got to tell you, I think Joshua is really Fun. And I know it's a group of non-physical teachers, but um, oh, I do so enjoy them. So anyway, we're going to be talking about Gary and speaking about the cruise. You know, we're having another cruise on April 8th, 2019. We're going out of New Orleans to Cozumel and Yucatan. And Gary is going to be on the cruise uh, and he's going to be channeling. Joshua, and it's going to be so much fun. It's a five-night cruise. Oh, my goodness. We have such a, a powerful, a powerful format. I mean, all of these different workshops that you're really going to love. So I want you to go to loaradionetwork.com forward slash LOA dash cruise. Or just go to LOARadioNetwork.com and choose the little menu thing on um, the LOA Cruise. And there you will see everything. You'll see all the workshops that are being presented. You will see the cost. You will see the final payment dates. You will see um, everything that you want to know. And I've got to tell you, we've got a fabulous cruise planner who is uh, doing such a phenomenal job. And what she told me is um, really incredible because the price, she said, the rate of the cruise will actually go down. So if you put your deposit in now, you're going to see your rate actually be reduced. It's like, oh my gosh, I never knew that. So the things that you discover with a cruise planner, I just love this. So come along with us. Enjoy five beautiful nights in the Caribbean and um, just playing with all of us love attraction practitioners. You're, you're just going to love it because we're 
fun-minded. Let me tell you, life is going to be fun whether you like it or not. <laughs> now, actually, you're going to love it. I can promise you. And bring your teenagers. Bring your children. It doesn't matter. If you don't have a roommate, that's quite all right because we'll find you one. And, you know, after all the cruises that we've done, we always manage to find the right person in the cabin for you. So don't worry about it. You're going to just have so much fun. And it's going to be a cruise that you'll never forget. So with that, let's take a fast commercial break. We're going to be talking about the magazine, LOA um, Law of Attraction magazine, and it's featuring James Von Prague for the November 1st issue. But it has all these other fantastic articles. You've got to read it. It's being printed right now as we speak, so it will be mailed out, I, I would assume, uh, next week. So you're going to love it. Love it, love it. So come uh, and read the magazine free digitally or uh, you can purchase a print subscription for three, three issues or even six issues. So with that, let's watch this commercial and then we're going to be right back with my good friend, Gary Temple Bodling. It's here, it's hot, and it's a must-read. It's the science behind The Law of Attraction magazine. Every issue brings you great articles and in-depth how-tos from all your favorite Law of Attraction experts, authors, scientists, and medical professionals. Go to lawofattractionmagazine.net that's law of attraction magazine.net. Well, welcome, Gary. I am so happy to see you again. It's been too long since we communicated looking at each other. That's right. It's so awesome to be here. Thanks for having me on. Oh, and I am so anxious to have you on my show because you've got some really, really exciting news. And I'm just thrilled about it because you're no longer living in West Palm Beach, Florida. You have moved. And now you got to tell everybody why. All right. Well, this is an interesting story. So here I am living in West Palm Beach. I've been there 40 years, went to high school and college and all my career in real estate and uh, <clears throat> really never even thought about living anywhere else. Then I had this, you know, I started doing Joshua five years ago. It's almost five years exactly. And so I've been doing Joshua from down there and having cruises and, and uh, different events, you know, and the podcast that we have on the Law of Attraction Radio Network and all the stuff we've been doing. Well, I had this inspiration to find a big house where we could do Joshua events at this one house. In fact, we did the Joshua Land Cruise in Las Vegas. And before going to the Luxor, we thought, wouldn't it be cool if we just got a mansion and we just had a whole bunch of people at the mansion instead of at a hotel? And so we looked into it and we couldn't find the right place and everything, but it was a cool idea. So I just had this strong inspiration just to look for a place. Maybe we could rent it or whatever. And so <clears throat> um, I just got online. You know, I'm really good at real estate and just looked all over Charlotte and Charleston and Savannah and outside Atlanta and you know, even taxes all over the place, looking for B&Bs. Oh, yeah. And, you know, so I found some cool ones. I was looking around in the $500,000 price range, and I found this one in this little small town called Newton. It was a seven-bedroom bed and breakfast for like $400,000. You know, and you know West Palm Beach prices. That <laughs> thing would be $2 million down there, right? Yeah, yeah, thought, yeah. This, is, this would be great. Uh, and then I'm watching this house, and then I see another house pop up. This other house is uh, five bedroom, four and a half bath, good size, even closer to downtown, like two blocks away. And it was on the market for $112,000. Oh, wow. It had been abandoned for like 10 years, but it was an historic home. And so I just 
bought it. I just put an offer in without seeing it. And I figured, you know, how bad could it be, right? And so I thought, well, if it's not a good house or it's not a good town, then, you know, I just lose the deposit, whatever. So on my way up, I went to Savannah and Charleston and a couple other places and looked at big houses to buy. And they all needed lots of work and stuff. And then came to the Charlotte area and went around here, saw another maybe 20 houses. Then I finally came and saw this house. Well, this house needed paint and needed wood repair and these things, but the foundation was so stable, it was amazing. And it was really in better condition structurally than the other houses for much more. And so I said, let's just do this. So it just all worked out, just all worked out perfectly. I didn't know who I was gonna hire to fix it up. I didn't know what was gonna happen. And everything just fell into place. Uh, Deborah Joe, who those of you who listen to our podcast might know, she arranges all our cruises and events. Her son, JJ, comes up and in March and starts working on this house himself. He lives in the house. There's no water. There's no heat. There's no air. He's just camping out in the house. Oh, my goodness. And we get a couple other people, and he's working with these other guys, and we have other, other friends in the area, and they come over, and little by little, the house transforms. It's almost done now, but it is just amazing. It's that, my dream house. In fact, um, I have had this recurring dream for about 20 years of an historic house like this. This is a Victorian with the prominent feature was this back staircase. And you don't really see that a lot, but this house has this grand formal staircase and then upstairs goes to a long hall and then a back staircase into the kitchen. And when I got here, I'm going, this is the house I've been dreaming about for 20 years. Oh, wow. Weird? Yeah. Wow. Very cool. So I just use this as an example that when you get into the right vibration, you will receive inspiration. And the inspiration isn't to buy a house in North Carolina. It's just do some research. Just look what's out there. Just take this one step, right? So you take the first step that leads to the next first step that leads to the next first step that leads to the next first step. And lo and behold, this dream you didn't even really know you had is manifested in your reality. Well, and I got to say, you said something else that's really in line with the law of attraction. I don't know if you realize you said it, but you said, I put this deposit on and what's the worst that can happen as I lose the deposit. Okay. So that's the right law of attraction attitude, which most people can't get over. So that was number, that was a big thing. Well, here's what Joshua says. So if you can maintain this good feeling vibration, this above the emotional horizon line vibration, and you know, see things as, as everything's going well and everything's good and everything's right, just feeling good, feeling good, being in alignment, another way to say it, you will receive inspiration. But whenever you receive inspiration, fear's always going to pop up. Yeah. <laughs> and so you have to figure out a way to reduce the intensity of that fear. And one way of doing it is saying, it's all going to work out. It's no big deal. If it doesn't work out, it'll be okay. It'll lead me to something else, you know. And so that's just the attitude that you have. And then you become this cooperative component with the universe. And you're just going with the flow of what's happening for you right now. And you can trust it. You really can. You, know, you just have, you know, I think that in the five years that I've been doing Joshua and working with, you know, thousands of people and answering thousands of questions and all the stuff that we've been doing, the predominant resistance is the fear, the irrational fear that pops up. You know, you're always going to worry and think, what's the worst that could happen? You know, and just go to that place instead of processing that fear and realizing it's not rational, that no matter what happens, you're going to expand in the process. And then from that point of expansion, you've raised your vibration to another higher level. And now you're ready for something else. And that's why failure, there's no such thing as failure, but the perceived failure is important because going through that, which you think is failure, you've expanded and you get to this new vibrational place where you're ready for what you truly want to come into your life. And that experience of what you might call a failure, you know, Bye. that is invaluable, right? And it, and it, it 
because you feel, you know, you've gone through this resistance, you birth these desires for something more. So I think, you know, what, what I find is that most of us are just afraid of that negative emotion. And that negative emotion is nothing more than an indication of where your vibration is, where your point of focus is, you know, of what your limiting beliefs are. And uh, that's why this is so much fun to do this stuff because I get to be an example of it. (laughs) You know? Yeah, you have to practice what you're preaching. Exactly. You have no choice. It really forces you. It forced me to keep on thinking about it. That's why, you know, after 11 years, I should be further along, but I'm, Everyone says I that. am where I am and I'm delighted. <laughs> Everyone universally, once you get into this, you know, even these teachings and into this information, everyone thinks they should be further along than they are. I do. Everyone does. There isn't one of us who doesn't. And that is probably our main law of attraction complaint, you know. Another one is that negative emotion feels much worse. You know, when you are feeling good, feeling good, feeling good, and dealing with your uh, limiting beliefs and stuff, then something happens and you feel negative emotion, and you're like, oh my God, that feels so bad. I thought I came so far. (laughs) And the key here is that you were numb before, and now that you feel good more of the time, you're getting more sensitive because you're supposed to notice when you feel bad. Yeah. And when you were a baby and you were to get the little bit of hunger, you screamed. And now when you get a little bit of hunger, you're just cranky. You're not screaming anymore, right? Yeah. You should scream. You should feel bad because that makes you notice when you have a thought that is out of alignment with who you are or when you have a manifestation event or something. That's true. That's true. And it it proves that we came here to be human. Absolutely. We have to be and accept our humanness. We can't expect us to go beyond that. And we're learning. As we're human, we get to peel away these layers of confusion and doubt and and non-clarity, and we get to see things better and better and better. Um, But, you know, in the non-physical, you're not going to experience fear because there is no, no fear. You're eternal. There's nothing to fear. You can't experience lack. So we come here and, you know, it, it's a funny conversation because we're talking to Americans who, compared to the rest of the world, we're in the top 1%, most of us, right? right. Yeah, we're still focused on lack. And, like, if you yeah. took somebody that- from Asia and gave, gave them, you know, a day in your life, they would think you're the richest person on earth. Right. Yeah. You, can, you have all these devices. You can go anywhere. You have all this good stuff around you. But we're still thinking that there's lack. Well, that's because in the non-physical, you can't feel lack. In the physical, imagine this experience of feeling lack while you're one of the richest people in the world. And every one of us does it. I don't care how rich you are. I just have friends exactly. who are super rich and they still experience lack. Yeah. So you're never a, going to get out of that. Yeah, so don't worry about it. You know, just <laughs> process it and, and just remind yourself how abundant you really are. So then we really can't stay in that field where we're not feeling lack. We're going to go back to it from time to time. That's part of being human. We just got to yeah. accept it. We can't, yeah. So we can't beat ourselves up for it. Exactly. You can't beat yourselves up. I have a friend who's a multimillionaire who doesn't have HBO. Because you don't want to spend the $10 an extra month. <laughs> okay. It's so funny. It's so funny, you know? It, it, that's that, just that, how we are. Yeah. That's, that's what you would call lack because he's afraid. He's afraid, yeah. Or he, or he has his, like, persona around this idea that he's, you know, conservative or whatever, whatever that is, you know? Yeah, whatever. Funny. He's being a funny part, but he understands it too because he knows Joshua. He knows what's really going on. Yeah. yeah, so we still need to be accepting of of bringing more stuff to us. We we can't let stop fear um, fear stop us, but we and we've got to understand that it's human. But at what point do you say? You know, no, okay. I gotta wait. So if I'm inspired, oh yeah, right, then I go for it. 
if I am upset with something and I say the, ch the conditions need to change in order for me to feel good, then that's when I say no. That's yeah. when I say, wait, wait till you get a better feeling place. All right. So we were wanting to do another cruise. And so we're thinking about it and thinking about it, you know, and then boom, you announced that you're do that we're doing the LOA cruise. And we're like, perfect. This is exactly <laughs> right. We get to go to New Orleans, which is awesome. Yeah, I'm so excited. You know, we get to go to Mexico, Yucatan, which is awesome. And so I'm like, I love everything about it. It's going to be in April, which, you know, is a perfect time to go. And it lines up on so many levels. And so when I saw that and we all saw that, we're all like, we're all in. That's no problem. We're all in. We're all in for that. And it just made so much sense. But then you start to think about it a little more and fear will always come in. So I'm inspired to go, but now I'm thinking, well, what's the presentation going to be like? And, you know, how are we going to get to New Orleans? And, you know, all this other stuff. And right now I have to say five years into this, I'm not, when, there's, when I'm inspired, I say it's all going to work out. So I don't really worry. But, you know, for those of you who are thinking of coming on this cruise, which the last one was so amazing. We had people from Australia and all over the world. This one will have probably twice as many people. The fun we had and the stuff that we did and the, and the, <laughs> the times I think about that, that week, you know, it's one of the best weeks of my life. And, you know, you think, well, okay, it's a thousand dollars. It's, you know, $700, whatever the price is. And is it going to be worth it? I'm telling you that this kind of thing changes the course of your life. And not just from a vibration raising thing, but the whole experience of it and the people you meet. When you're together with a group of like-minded people, there's nothing like that where you can actually be yourself. You know, I still don't talk about this with some people. So, <laughs> some of my friends don't even know about this that I channel Joshua, you know, because it's so woo woo for them. It's an <laughs> uncomfortable conversation. Luckily I have a lot of friends I can talk to it about, but you know, I hear that a lot of times. I don't have anyone to talk to law of attraction with because they think it's too woo woo. Well here on this cruise, you're going to meet people from all the, all over the world that you could talk to. <coughs> yes. Yeah. And you're going to have fantastic workshops. You're going to, be able to converse with people during dinner, during lunch, during breakfast, on your excursions, everything. Right. So you're playing with like-minded people. Yeah. And boy, does that generate the vibration. Oh. You know, it's uh, such an interesting thing because <clears throat> law of attraction is like math, I think of it. You know, if you know, you could start out in math and know that two and two is four. And then you'd be going along and saying, well, I'll, I know how to add. How come I can't do everything in math? You know, well, law of attraction starts out thinking positively, but there's so much more to it, you know. And when you get in an intense, you know, five-day thing with people and with all bunch of different points of view on law of attraction, you come out of that changed and understand what is really going on. And it's much more than just reading a book or listening oh. to a podcast, right? Because you, you are bouncing ideas off of other people and you're receiving it in another way. When we do the Joshua Live uh, events, it's people coming up and talking to Joshua, just like Abraham. And the audience always says, that's the question I would have asked. You know, or I had this question, but it was answered in that other person's answer. Something about the group of people that come together, that are drawn together on this thing. And then the, the questions, that, it's like this group consciousness. It's almost like everyone's one in that, yeah. which, which is probably what it is, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is such a, a, a break from reality, shall we say, yeah. because you're living an expanded reality. Yeah. One of which you really have never experienced. Every cruise is different. Mm -hmm. But it's all wonderful because you're meeting new people, you, more ideas. So you're really growing and growing. Yeah. And what I like about it is that you're on a ship with people who don't know you're at a different level. Yeah. 
And so you can interact with these other people and bring them up to your level. You know, just people who aren't part of the, the law of attraction part of it. And you can also see how they're being as, you know, sort of unconscious, unawake kind of people. It's really interesting to see how that works. But I do this thing where I get in the elevator of the cruise ship and say, uh, everyone asks, what floor are you going to? I say 13. And there's no 13 <laughs> cruise ship, you know, because they take that out. There might be a 14 or a 15, but there's no 13. And I might do that 100 times. And it's just people just crack up every single time when they're looking for that 13. <laughs> oh, I know. And this one, this cruise ship, Constance and I were actually on the glory when we did a LOA cruise from um, up in Canada. Uh-huh. Nova Scotia. And uh -huh. this ship is so phenomenal. It's so beautiful. Oh my gosh, this is different from any of the other ones. This is a gorgeous ship. It's all teak. It's so great. People are really going to love it. Our meeting rooms are fantastic. So yeah, we're, we're, we're going to have a good time. I love it. Good. And then the good. excursions too. Are you going to go on an excursion? Every one of them. I know you do that. Do. You did that in the last one too. Yeah, we went to uh, a a vineyard, a winery. That's right. And, um, which is my favorite thing, of course. <laughs> and we did uh, those four wheelers yeah. all over that area of Mexico, which was Baja, which is fantastic. And uh, the, the vineyard there, I was shocked. It was like being in Napa. It was as good as any in Napa. Wow. I didn't yeah. know that. I didn't know no. that. So, yeah, everybody can take part. But when you're playing with like-minded people, you don't have to worry about anything. Everything mm. goes so smoothly, and it's just fantastic. And yeah. I'm thrilled that you're going to be on this cruise. When you said yes, I'm going, oh, my God, Gary's coming. <laughs> <laughs> this is too much fun. We're going to have a good time. We're going to yeah. have a good time. I'm so excited. So what else is going on? You're, when are you going to be open and ready for your events at your new mansion? Well, we have our first group coming on December 2nd that week. And then we'll, you know, we'll go through Christmas and then probably do something in maybe March because it'll be chilly up here for a little while. Oh, yeah, that's um, right. Yeah, and then, and then we'll do things in the summer. We don't know yet. So the house is almost finished. We have one more bedroom to do and two more bathrooms to do. We're gutting and restoring completely uh, from scratch. And so that's probably going to take the rest of the month. So uh, are, people, are people going to stay there or do yeah. they stay in the hotel? Oh, really? Oh, they stay here, yeah. So it will be like a weekend living life as if you were living the life you preferred, right? So we, I, I'm a great cook. I love cooking. It's one of my passions. This kitchen is my dream kitchen. I have a 40-inch Viking stove, um, gigantic kitchen, big pantry. We have two dining rooms. Um, it's, you know, outdoor space, all kinds of stuff. And so, so you, you come here and you just spend the week. We will go to the wineries around here which are phenomenal also, which I never knew that North Carolina wine was so good. There's music, uh, we cook, we'll do Joshua sessions. And it's just like living the Joshua life for a weekend. And, and it's like a, we think it's gonna be a vibration raising experience where you're not just staying in a beautiful place, but you were staying you know, with people who are living this philosophy so you can see what that's like. You know, we uh, do yoga and we have uh, a gym and wow. uh, we'll do meditations every morning. Oh, we'll, wonderful. we'll do excursions. I have a big, two big cars and stuff. We'll all go together places. So there's a lot of, a lot of fun things. We haven't worked out the details, but that's the general idea. So it's, it's like just a weekend, but during that weekend, you're learning how to match the vibration Right. You and have an actual example of it. Yeah, that's so important because unless you know what you're aiming for, how do you know you're going to, you know? Yeah, it's really like, you know, skiing for the first time, you know? 
uh, you know, you could go to the moguls the first day, right? But you don't know what that's like. Now here <laughs> you are, you know, we're gonna just be how we're being and notice how we're talking and do the things we're inspired to do and we'll meditate every day. You know, that's a big part of this, I think, that nothing started for me until I started meditating and I was really resistant to it. And so now meditation is part of every morning. And when we're doing the Joshua events, we do a group meditation. And then exercise is part of everything. And then eating right and cooking together is part of everything and thinking about what we're putting in the food. And then, you know, maybe there's some one-on-one -on -one Joshua time or doing a podcast or doing something like that. You know, but it's, it's not serious. It's fun. Wow. How fun is that? Yeah. Are you going to be, you're going to be recording a podcast while you're doing that too? I mean, yeah. with live people there asking questions? Yeah, well, that we could do it a couple different ways. We're going to be, we have a lot of cameras set up and lights and we'll be videoing it. So when we're having meals, we'll video that and the conversation that we have when we're eating and when we're cooking together, you know. And things like that because oh, you know because ugh, I don't know if this is happens to you but when I go somewhere to a party where I don't know people the conversation is generally negative they're generally talking about what's wrong with the world what's politics oh, you know yeah. tragedies that have happened what's wrong with their kids things like that well that's fine but when we're talking about the law of attraction we're focusing on what we prefer and so what's that like to be in an environment where the conversation is always at a higher level based on what we prefer? We're always talking about what we prefer and not all the fearful stuff that people like to talk about. Yeah. And so what's that environment like and can you do it and is it still fun? You know, is it still interesting? Is it, you know, gossip is a lot of fun sometimes, but it's not going to give us the vibration that we want. And so if we can get into this habit of, of having fun and playing around, but also speaking in the way that is most empowering to us. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That, yeah. In that way, you're raising your vibration. Right. That's what we've got to learn is we've got to recognize our vibration. Right. And we have that's something we don't. We don't. We forget about it. Something comes up. We get a little agitated. We forget about everything. Yeah. And this is what you do is you help people to recognize it and to get back to where they are so that they can start being of that higher vibration. It's yeah. really important. So, But it's a major training. It is because we're not used to it. Exactly. You know, I've, I went 50 years living the living a fearful approach to life where I really acted as a victim. So I would be on guard towards, you know, making sure I didn't get screwed on some deal and making sure this didn't go wrong and making sure I had the right contracts and all that stuff, right? Instead of understanding that I'm the creator of my reality and so that everything that comes to me is for me. Yeah. That's a huge shift. And here I am in this house. So this house is, we have you know, five workers, we have suppliers, we have um, vendors coming in. And nothing's, you know, sometimes things are going to go in a way other than how you think they should. Someone's going to, you know, knock down a wall here when they we're supposed to knock it down over here or something, right? And then the old me would have been like really upset. But now I understand that that upsetness is just fear. Fear that I'm going to have to spend more money, fear that it's going to take more time, fear that I'm getting screwed, things like yeah, that. Yeah. So now I just, I'm just very calm. I'm relaxed. When things go wrong, I look at it and I say, maybe that is right somehow. And so, for instance, I have this, this um, board that goes on the back of my kitchen island that makes it look like uh, wood, right? It's, it's this shiplap. And so the guys who install it, friends of mine, they install it so there's this gap between all the wood. And I'm like, why'd you guys do that? And then they said, well, that is to make it look rustic. And I'm like, look at this house. This is the most elegant house you've ever seen. Is there anything rustic about it? <laughs> you know, I'm like, look at the picture on the box. It's together. There's no gaps. Where do you get the gaps from? <laughs> but then I look at it and I go, 
you know, that's sort of cool. I actually like that better. And let's put a little bit of caulking in there, and it makes it look really cool. And I never, I would have been furious before. Rip it off. I wouldn't make these rash statements. You know, when you're feeling, you know, in a low emotional state of being, you, here's one thing that Joshua taught me is that you don't think your own thoughts. You don't manufacture thoughts. You attract thoughts. Everything in this reality is attracted. Your thoughts are attracted to by the vibration you're offering. When you're feeling good, you attract inspiration. When you're angry or feeling bad, you attract urges to change the conditions. Now, that's part of this whole survival instinct. If there's a lion right there, your urge is to run away. Right. right? Change the conditions by getting out of the room or killing the lion or whatever. So the same thing happens when the fear is irrational, meaning, you know, it's not going to kill you if they did it wrong, right? But you have this urge to say, just, I have this urge, rip it all out and I'll buy some more stuff and we'll do it again, right? But instead I said, hold on, hold on. This is for me somehow. How is this for me? And I look at it, I go, okay, let's spend a little time with that. Maybe that's okay. And then... One of the guys said, why don't we put some caulking in there and see what that looks like? And he did that and goes, yeah, that looks fantastic. So much better than I thought. And this is a really elegant house. I really like the way it's all coming together, the colors and everything. The kitchen is phenomenal. And this one cool thing on this island came out great. Wow. You know, so when you are easy and calm, you don't, let fear dip you into a low emotional state of being. You just go with the flow of what is happening because you have to realize that what is happening is happening for you. Okay. So I, since you're talking about fear, I want to talk about that article you just did for the magazine and it really hit home with me and it was about love and fear and especially from a mother that you really can't love the person as much because there's fear that you're going to lose the person. And this happens in every single relationship. It's just, But it hit me with the mother and child. It's like, oh, my God, I never thought of it that way. Okay. So Talk Joshua, yeah, Joshua says that there's only really two emotions. It's not love and hate. It's love and fear. When you say, I hate somebody, what you're saying is, I fear them. The only way you could have any negative emotion is because you feel fear about it. Even if you're bored, you have the fear that you should be doing something else, right? And so all positive emotions are based in love and all negative emotions are based in fear. And if you had no limiting beliefs, then you would have no fear. Because what happens is you go along and you notice that something isn't going how you thought it was going to go. And this triggers, that event that's happening triggers a limiting belief. And in that limiting belief, you feel fear, which is translated into some sort of negative emotion. Uh, Anger, doubt, whatever it is, right? If you had no limiting beliefs, you would have no negative emotion ever. So you would exist in this state of love because we're all beings of love. We're all based in love. And the human existence brings in the brings in the uh, aspect of fear so in the non-physical we exist in the state of love so that state of love is this state with no fear whatsoever in this human we have to experience fear because fear we have this idea that loss fear of loss right, right. and if you lose something you're going to be worse off and so when you know most people say the moment their child is born is the most love that they feel in their whole life. But even in that experience, you have a little bit of fear. Is the, are there five fingers and five toes? Is the baby going to survive the night? Uh, What happens when they grow up? All these things, you know, and that's just part and parcel of the human experience. But when you translate it to like a love relationship you know, it's funny because everyone is in love in the first few months of a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. That's because there's not much fear. Because if this doesn't work out, no big deal. They didn't change their life. It's, you know, they've just been dating for a couple, couple weeks. But as soon as you start to get attached to this idea of this other person in your life and you enjoy them and now they're there, 
then you bring in the fear that they could leave. And so that fear causes you to do things you wouldn't ordinarily do. Yeah. Like get angry if they don't text you right away. Like get angry if they say something that you perceive as, you know, negative, you know, or insult. And so the way to navigate that is to realize that this you attracted this person because you you made this vibrational leap and you're ready for this person to enter, and so they enter. And, they, and had you not been a vibrational match, they couldn't enter. Right. But your happiness is not tied to them. You're not here to be loved. You're here to express love. And that means express love without the fear of it. And if they express love back to you, great. But if they don't, it doesn't matter. Because if they stay around for today, that's great. You're having fun today. If they're here tomorrow, that's great. You're having tomorrow. But you don't have to get attached to that. Yeah. Because the vibration is a thing that brings new people to you. And if you're maintaining that vibration, if this person's fun for today, then that's great. And if they leave tomorrow, that's great because it allows something even better to come in. And so it's this idea of lack in relationships that this is the only person for me. And if that person leaves, I'm devastated. That causes everyone to feel fear, that brings fear into the relationships, and that causes you to do things you wouldn't do had you not had the fear. You know, to me, this is how you tell that there is something way beyond your normal understanding because after all of my years of living, I've never heard love described as a love but fear. Never, never. So I know this for a fact that it's coming from non-physical entities in which they can actually see and they know. But yet, we humans yeah. never got it. And we're getting to a higher vibration, all of us, so that we're ready for this information. Because this information couldn't have come out in the 80s. You know, yeah. we've, we're, we're all, especially those of us who are interested in law of attraction, are all raising our thoughts of what's possible to such a high level that we're able to receive this information now where we wouldn't have before. So I think that this is the consciousness of, of America and the West and the world is raising, raising, raising. I mean, I think the internet has really helped because we can have this conversation. Before, we were limited to what they said on TV. Yeah. And now you don't have to. I mean, I think that people are moving away from TV in droves, especially the, those of us who are interested in consciously creating our reality. We're not listening to the news. I don't listen to the news anymore at all. You know, I don't worry about not knowing what's happening. I don't worry about looking dumb if I don't know what's going on. I hear the big things, but I don't hear the details. And so now I'm loving podcasts like this one and like the stream of David and the teachings of Joshua and even Joe Rogan's podcast, which I think that that he and David and I and you are these examples that people can, can spend time paying attention to and you know, see what alignment is really all about. Right. Because I used to think, I used to actually say this. I used to say happiness was overrated before any of this started, right? I used to say that what, you, what that was was a satisfying feeling of accomplishing something. But now I say... Happiness, feeling good, interest, pursuit of your passion, challenge, that is all this higher vibrational state of being that allows you to really tap into the stream of energy that comes from the the universe. And when you're not happy and alive and enthusiastic and exhilarated and having fun and facing challenges and doing things, then you are sinking below this emotional horizon line where now all you want to do is change the conditions. Yeah. And you have, and it, yeah. Yeah, this is, this is so wonderful. They need to come on this cruise and experience you. But what I have seen from you, knowing you for a couple of years now, I have seen that you're just not about channeling. You're actually a bona fide teacher now. Well, and I think that is like you have evolved. Yes, you're a channeler. Yeah. But you're a teacher. Yeah. And you know, this I, is important. Yeah. Well, 
Um, when I first started channeling, I thought it was weird. I thought it was weird I was doing it. I love Esther Hicks. I yes. love Abraham. I love the whole thing. But you didn't never get, I went to seminar, lots of Abraham events. And the first one we ever went to, uh, it was in Asheville, and it was a two-day intensive one. Esther sat at a table next to ours for lunch. She does not do that anymore, right? She's very, uh, keeps to herself. But even there, she wasn't talking. You know, I was talking more than she was there. So, so I think what I bring to this is that you get to hear my side of it. And our, uh, as a, in addition to Joshua Live, the podcast I do, we also do the Joshua Roundtable, which is all of us talking about a question. We pick a question that Joshua answered and these different aspects of being human. And it's, it's mostly funny. We're, we're laughing our heads off the whole time because, you know, I'm, I'm in this stuff eight hours a day every day. Yeah, no. I'm trying to live it every day. I'm, and still, I can't get it. You know, I can't, I can't grasp it and hold on to it. You know, it, it keeps fleeting. I know it intellectually. I'm practicing it a lot more now than I ever did. I'm more comfortable with being a channel than I ever was before. And I still have these same. Yeah, doubts. but that, that's what makes you a great teacher. Yeah. It's because of those doubts. You know, yeah. that's, you can, you can converse and you're understanding what people are going through. And so that's what makes the perfect fit. You well, are a fantastic teacher and a channel. I want everyone to know if it wasn't for you, there would be no speaking. On the first Law of Attraction cruise, Joel says, you're going to speak. Josh is going to speak through you. And I did not think that was possible. I had no idea. And then you hypnotized me and out they came. Whoosh, yep. So... All of this is because of you. Oh, no, it would have happened eventually, but <laughs> I, I pushed you. I said, now <laughs> is the time. We're going to yeah. do it. Now that yeah, I got you, you on it. this cruise, <laughs> you can get away from me. <laughs> <laughs> so I can imagine what the next cruise is going to be like. We're going to have yeah. a blast. Dude. Yeah, it's going to be great. I'm looking forward. Well, we're almost out of time, and Gary, oh, you are wonderful. So I want to just... Throw this out there. Everybody who is listening right now, you have to come. You have to see Gary. You have to talk to him. You've got to experience some upfront and, and personal. So uh, you're going to love it. And besides that, I know that a lot of you are going to go to Gary's mansion. And what's the name of the mansion? The Joshua House. <gasps> Perfect. That can't be any better. <laughs> yeah. Joshua's this, house. This house was interesting because it was built in 1907 by Judge Feimster. And he was a prominent judge. The courthouse is three blocks away. They've turned that into a museum, but they maintained the courthouse as it was when it was in the 20s. And then all of the judge's portraits are on the wall and his portrait is there. And so he lived in this house and then his daughter inherited it. Uh, and she lived there, and she got married, and then her husband and their kids lived here. And uh, she died in the 90s, and um, JV died in, like, 2013, I think. Um, and so this house from 1907 till now, 111 years, has been in the same family until me. Wow. wow. Oh, man. Can you feel their energy? I found a cookbook. The JV wrote, and he dedicated it to his wife, and it has, and it was in the dumpster in the trash. Someone had thrown it out. Oh my gosh! And got this, and have all the recipes and stuff. And we found a whole bunch of newspapers from the twenties in the attic, and we found all these cool things. He was an antique dealer, so there's all these cool antique signs. So we have all that stuff from this house. Yeah. So feel a lot of the energy. I feel like they're all thrilled that the house is being renovated. Uh, what happened was there was two houses in the estate. And so the house next door, the mayor has, and it's totally renovated. And then this house is renovated. And then there's another house that's really nice. And then next to that is a huge 7,000-square-foot house that's been oh renovated. Gosh. So now these four houses in a row, and then it's downtown. So the whole town, people walk by and are staring at the house, and people just walk in the house all the time and say hi. And, and it's like... It's like this energy going on in this town that was sleepy 
and now new restaurants are opening up and new bars are opening up and new stores are opening up and the downtown's going through a $6 million renovation that they just started. It's just so funny how everything's does all the synchronicity is coming. Wow. Yeah. This is so cool. Okay. I've got to come. I've got to come. Yeah. I see it. I got to see it for myself. I got to, I'm going to take pictures. I'm going to put it in the magazine. I, I, I've got to, I, I, I just, Oh yeah. I'm excited. Absolutely. <laughs> so when you get it open, I'm coming. All right. Awesome. And I'm going to bring a whole bunch with me. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> All righty. So, Gary, this is so much fun. Um, we're going to have fun on April 8th. And you're going to have fun before that with Joshua House on December 2nd, your first yes. event. And we'll have, the, of course, the podcast on Love Attraction Radio Network. Go to the website, teachingsofjoshua.com. You can ask a question. We have a whole bunch of new things coming up. We're creating an online course. It's called the Unlimited Abundance Bootcamp. Oh, it'll right. be eight weeks long, and it'll be super intensive. I've just written the first two weeks of it now. Uh, it is going to be mind-blowing. And wow. all about you know your beliefs really create your reality. They shape your vibration. And if you want to experience a different reality, you have to work on those beliefs. But how do you change your beliefs? Well, this is the course that instead of taking a college course to learn how to whatever, this is a course to learn how to think. Yeah, and, you're, you're going yeah. to expand your brain power. This is wonderful. Yep. Well, that's wonderful. Okay, terrific. So, Gary, see you on the cruise, my friend. Aye, aye. <laughs> All right. <Can't> <laughs> And uh, thank you so much for coming on the show today. And thank you. Thank you so much, Jules. I loved it every minute. Me too. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another great show from Law of Attraction Talk Radio. If you'd like to comment on tonight's show, send an email to jules at loaradionetwork.com. And have a great week.